Y'all, what's good? I am back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Lauren Miller. If you're not new here, hey y'all! And for those that you, of you who are new here, just a little quick rundown. I'm 19 years old. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I go to Georgia State University. I'm a Sagittarius, Enneagram 3. If you're into that kind of thing, favorite color is black. I'm a political science major, theater minor. I'm a Christian. I'm a teen. I'm a girl. Um, yeah. So, like I always say, if you're black, if you're a teen, if you're a Christian, if you're a woman, there's something here for you. Or if you're just a person who likes to learn, if you're a college student, I definitely need to expand that. There's so many things. Um, and lately, our numbers have been going up, 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 especially on the college content. So, I don't know if y'all want me to do, like, you know, I would love to, mm, I would love to get back active in 2024 i'm not gonna say this year because i i don't really think that's attainable this year and i think one thing i've learned that well i guess what we can talk about today is that you don't want to set yourself up for failure i think it's good to push yourself i think it's good to do things that are a little challenging um but there there is such thing as setting healthy goals for example uh if you know you only make ten thousand dollars a year it's not wise to say, yeah, I'm going to save 11000 That's not attainable. That's not smart. You know what I mean? So in the same way, it, it, would, it wouldn't make sense for me to promise a bunch more content this year when I haven't uh, had an amount of time or resources at this point to allocate towards content. I think next year, because now I know that's a goal I want to attain, I'll be more... Hmm prepared I'll be more concerned with making that a priority I think right now adjusting to this new work life and work-life balance a new school year and other things I don't think that's a good choice for me right now but I really am excited about introducing more content because I think that as people we're just so we're so full what I mean by that is we have so many different sides of ourselves so don't limit yourself like for me I am a Christian that's a big part of who I am I'm also a woman that's a big part of who I am I'm a college student that's a big part of who I am and all of these things can exist together and they do and this podcast is a great space for that but there are times where they need to exist different um separately and so I think 2024 I'll do a better job of making sure that each one of them has their place because everyone's not a Christian I know that's not probably the most popular thing to say but if you're not a christian i'm not, I'm not going to stick god down your throat if it is my assignment if you will in your life to introduce you to god that's going to come organically that's not going to come from me being like hey you know i'm a christian you need to be a christian all my content is christian i'm a christian period so anything i do is already through that gaze but i don't have to slap you with a million scriptures you know some of the most incredible encounters I've had has been off of oh my god your energy is so great or oh my god uh I learned from that that college y'all that college episode does has really good numbers so oh my god you know I listened to your college thing on how to do my scheduling and and it helped me so much that conversation and then we talk about life and then maybe it leads to it and maybe it doesn't and that's okay for me I don't feel like it's my job to stick Jesus down every person's throat I see not at all but yeah, so every every everything, every part of your life deserves its own space. 
I know another thing that a lot of people are looking forward to are the videos with my mom on my on our YouTube, all that kind of stuff, y'all. I promise, I am actively trying to figure all that out. Um, I rec- I recorded those videos on my phone back then, and not only do I not have any storage, not only do I pay for storage. My phone, I got this protector screen on it, and they put it on kind of weird, so now my camera's a little blurry, so. Maybe for Christmas, I'll ask for a camera or something. I don't know. We'll figure that part out. But the editing part, I'm so much older now, and more. I pay more attention to detail, so I'm sure we can make something shake with that. So this is kind of just a life update, you know? I've, I've been gone for, I was going to say some months, but at this point, it's probably been over a year if I remember accurately. I have no clue. Or maybe like the first quarter of the year. Either way, I'm glad to be back. If you are new here, one thing that we always do is the albums or songs top three of the week. They're not always necessarily new, but it's something that you've been listening to for any genre. Because again, multifaceted, multifaceted, we, we love multiple things. I'll say for me this week, one of them was uh, Holy Spirit by Francesca. I'm not going to attempt her last name. It starts with a B. <laughs> um, the second one being Everything Goes My Way by Tessa Rose Jackson. It just, to me, it's just so unique. I've never heard a song like that. And thirdly, or is that a word? Third? Thirdly? Um, the third one is The Little Mermaid soundtrack. Like the one with all, not just like the, the actual singing, but like the one with the instruments. And I don't know what that's called. I think it's called a, uh, yeah, soundtrack. Oh my gosh. I love, I love the musical work that was done in the Little Mermaid live action movie. I think it's incredible. I think even if you don't want to watch the movie, that soundtrack is so stinking good. I would definitely recommend listening to the soundtrack. But, um, yeah, I just, oh my God, I miss y'all so much. I'm doing good. I can say wholeheartedly, I can say that I think I'm in the best mental space I've been in in my entire life. I can say that confidently, boldly. I feel like I've found my footing almost, um, as an I hate to say this word, but as an adult, I mean, I am. I'm, I'll be 20 in December. That's a, phew, a big deal for me. Um, as an adult, as a, as a Christian, as, as a woman, I feel like I'm starting to find my footing. A lot of the things that I talked about on the earlier episodes, like discipline and going to the gym, I'm finally consistently doing those things. Just like waking up, reading my word, finally consistently doing those things, going to therapy and being bold enough, mm, being bold enough to speak up when things bother me, being bold enough to not speak up because of somebody else's comfortability. I'm willing to ruffle a few feathers. And not, mind you, not be disrespectful, not fly off the handle, not be irrational. But I'm willing to have those hard conversations at the expense of your comfortability every time. Now I am. At one point, it wasn't worth it. At one point, it was like, oh, no, you know, 
I don't want to upset people. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And now I'm in a space where I can do it in a healthy way and say, hey, this is what bothers me. This is why. Or sometimes I don't know why this bothers me, but it does. And this relationship is important enough for me to bring it up. I think I know, I know if any relationship is important to you, it's, it should always be important to you that you are honest, truthful, and upfront. Because in, in, in healthy relationships, at least, you don't want to do anything that hurts that person intentionally. You don't want to do anything that, you don't want to hold resentment if you can help it. So to alleviate all of that, have that hard conversation. Hey, when you do this, it makes me feel this way here's why or sometimes it's I don't know why and I don't like that or I don't like that I feel that way but put the conversation on the table and here's the part that I'm I've really been working on and allow that person to make a decision don't make the decision for them I think sometimes as people as humans as friends as girlfriends as wives as husbands as brothers whatever relationship is because we love people, we don't want to hurt them. Or, on the other hand, we become so familiar with people that we make we unintentionally make decisions for them. So if something is hurting me, but I've already decided that me bringing it up is unhealthy or it's going to be a big deal or it's unsafe, I've now put that on you. You didn't make that decision. You didn't have the opportunity to correct the behavior or address the behavior because I made that decision by myself most times out of fear of what's going to happen or trying to control the situation or whatever the case is but I think I'm learning now to give people that space that opportunity to respond you deserve If you hold that much weight in my life that I feel the need to have a real conversation with you, you deserve to respond. You deserve to have space to say something to me. And why wouldn't you? If this is the person you love, your mother, your partner, whatever, I want to let you care. So me, me opening up the line of communication, I give you a chance to prove exactly what I want you to prove. Let me reword that. I give you a ch- I give you a chance to validate my feelings. I give you a chance to show why this relationship holds so much weight. It's one thing for a relationship to hold weight, and it's like oh, oh you know, that's, that's my mom, so it has to hold that weight, or that's just the way it is, or it just makes sense. Versus, it holds weight, and it's productive, and this relationship is valuable, and this relationship is healthy. So now, especially with my mom and other relationships in my life, I give them a chance. I don't, I don't, I don't make assumptions for them anymore. Hey, this hurt. I don't know why, but it did. And then putting that ball in your court, it frees you up. And it allows people to show you why they're in your life. Because if you don't really care, or you're like, eh, or whatever the case is, well, then maybe you're not supposed to be in my life. Maybe you don't care about my emotions. Maybe this isn't a safe space. But how can I decipher what is a safe space and what's not a safe space if I make that decision for you?
Give people the option to be loyal. Give people the option to be a traitor. Give people an option to love you. Give people an option to, to do whatever. The only thing that we will not give the people space to do is to be disrespectful. At the first sign of disrespect, then that's when it's time to bounce. But mind you, perception is reality. Most times. <laughs> so something may make you feel disrespected and they might have not been disrespectful. So, you know, case in point. You know, babe, you... Mm, you didn't pick up the groceries and that, and I asked you to, and let's say he said he forgot. That made me feel disrespected because normally I do it and I asked you this one time to do it. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's valid. Versus you ask someone to pick up the groceries. I'm not going to the groceries and they start going off. That's just disrespectful. You see how it may, you may have the same feeling of disrespect, but one of them is direct and the other one is just a feeling. That's important. To disrespect, I, was to say, I, was to, I, had to, I had to add that in there. Like, disrespect is one thing that I just will not tolerate. And you shouldn't either. And while we're on that topic of, I don't know how we got here, but while we're on the topic, <laughs> I am, I, ooh, okay. I recently discovered in my, one of my last therapy sessions and I'll probably do a whole separate pot on this because, because, yeah, that I think sometimes our fears hold us back from telling the truth. Case in point. I keep saying that. For example, there we go. That's better. My therapist was asking me a question about like, oh, kids and, you know, marriage and. And I realized for the past couple of years, I've kind of been like, you know, well, if I, if I do, or I don't really care if I have kids, that's great. If I don't, okay. Or if I get married, that's cool. I don't, whatever, whatever. In the last therapy session, I had a breakthrough. I was like, you know what? No, I do want these things. But, you know, with all the things going on, the sassy men apocalypse, that is so funny to me. Or the shortage of men, suitable men, or men that I find attractive, or whatever the reasoning is that fear of not attaining it i'd much rather just dumb down my expectation i'd much rather just act like i don't want it than to go through that rejection of wanting it and not getting it that's powerful because for so long i'm like you know well you know if i have kids if i do this if i do this then maybe if i if if, if, if no this is something i want i can't let fear doubt get in the way of something that I really want. And you shouldn't either. Whether that's a degree, a socioeconomic status, a car, a house, I don't know, whatever it is. If it happens, mm, being so complacent, being so laid back is not going to guarantee the end result that you want. In any circumstance. If I get a degree... You know, that's great. If, no, you have to apply. You have to pay. Or in Jesus' name, somebody else has to pay. Thank you, Lord. Um, it has to be paid for. You have to go to class. You have to do the work. You have to 
understanding assignments. You have to do the test. It's not an if, if, if situation. And so I think taking that same approach when it comes to other things is really going to help us. So for me, it's not, oh, if I have children, I desire to have children. I desire to have a family. The moment I, I allow that if to go in there, mm, I've let rejection, the fear of rejection and fear in general dictate my decisions, dictate my life, and most importantly, dictate my confession. Now, for this short little minute, if you're not a Christian, this may go over your head, but I, I feel like no matter if you're a Christian or not, in all religions, even people who aren't spiritual or religious, there's an understanding that what you say is powerful. Some call it manifesting. Some call it confession. Some people say, you know, proclaiming. Some people say you have what you say, whatever, whatever, however you rock. I think now we all have an understanding that our tongue is powerful. That every word carries energy and power in it. So if that is true, if we all on the same page that what we say is important, that what we say is powerful, that what we say holds weight, that what we say does matter. Shouldn't that same thing apply to our goals? If I were to be a millionaire and have money, then if... If that's what I want, that's what I'm, I'm going to speak over myself. If that's what I want, that's what I'm going to declare. If that's what I want, that's what I'm going to confess. But don't let fear climb in and change your, this is what I want. So, oh, if, 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 if. Communication with others is important, but communication with yourself is most important. It's most important. I told myself this in the gym the other day. I said, if it's not okay for other people to lie to me, why is it okay for me to lie to myself? If it's not okay for other people to lie to me, I hate liars. (laughs) If it's not okay for other people to lie to me, then why is it okay for me to lie to myself? If I want kids, no, you do. But the the thought of wanting it and not having it hurts. And so the safer option is to say that you don't. If it's not okay for other people to lie to myself, to lie to me, why is it okay for me to lie to myself? If I lose weight, you know, if I go to the gym, if, 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 if no. You don't like the way you look or you need to reach a health goal or it. your doctor said whatever, whatever. This is something that you need to do. There is no if. There is no if. If it's not okay for other people to lie to me, then it's not okay for me to lie to myself. Also, I know we have a big college audience out there. Same. That goes for partying, not doing your work, not going to class. You have to be real with yourself. I'm I'm failing or I need to change my schedule. This isn't working for me or whatever the case. If it's not okay for other people to lie to you, it's not okay for you to lie to you. 
And that leads me to the last thing I want to say today is that this is so transformative and powerful. I encourage all of you, along with myself, I'm, I'm just now on the journey, to do things that I want other people to do. Be that person. So, if the standard in your life for any relationship, platonic or romantic or any other kind of relationship, is that lying is not okay, hold yourself to that same standard. If in your relationships, disrespect is not okay, then why is it okay for you to disrespect you? Now, we just, we all agreed that our words are powerful, that our words are transformative. So if it's not okay for somebody else to call me stupid, then I can't call me stupid. If it's not okay for someone else to disrespect me, I can't disrespect me. But whatever standard you hold for other people, hold yourself to that same standard. Even me, I realized, you know, I'm I'm a sermon like I hate to say lover, but I feel like sermons, it's such an art, you know, to sit there and to craft the opening, to craft, especially like in charismatic movements and Pentecostal and Baptist churches, especially and non-denominational churches as well. There's such an art to it, you know, it's like you're telling a story, but it's true and yeah, the scripture, and, and, and there's so many different styles and ways to do it. You have people who teach, you have people who preach. Like, all of it is so interesting to me. Like, I literally, the same way people listen to podcasts for hours or listen to music for hours, I, I can literally sit and listen to sermons for hours. It's so interesting to me. Like, I not just sit there and watch them, but as I work, on any given day, it could be T.D. Jakes or Michael Todd or... Uh, Matthew Stevenson or, or anybody really uh, Stephen Furtick it, it can be anybody but to hear them like pre- it's such an art it's so interesting to me me, me saying all this to say because <laughs> I don't want to get long winded um, I'll be like you know I wonder if people who get on the stage worship leaders included really like do their due diligence getting in the word and doing all that kind of stuff and I'll say oh, wait miss girl <laughs> do you do I, do I take the time to study? And not just study what I'm going to sing that day, but do I take the time to study in general? How ghetto would it be for your partner or your mother, whoever, to only pay attention to you when they needed something? It's manipulation. Again, here we go. So if my standard for people is that I want you to be in relationship with me all the time, not just when you need something. Then let me hold myself to that same standard with God. Let me hold myself to that same standard with my mental health. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> let me hold myself to that same standard with my physical health. Let me hold my same self to that same standard with self care. That's another thing. Not waiting till I'm burnt out to take that vacation. Not waiting till I am exhausted to get those nails done. Or whatever the case is. Or to buy that video game. Or to take that evening off and then watch the movie. Or to go for that hike. Or to do whatever. 
if there's a standard that I hold for other people, if there is a line that cannot be crossed by others, that same thing should apply to me. And here's why. No one else should be able to say they treat you better than you do. That's my goal. As of right now, there are a couple people who could say, yeah, I treat you better than you treat you. You know what? That's our goal for the rest of October and November. Treat, Be able to say that you treat you better than anybody else treats you. I mean, besides God. And even that. Sometimes treating you the best, treating you good or, or well or whatever is you telling yourself the truth, which is sometimes hard. That's all I got, y'all. I love y'all. I miss y'all so much. If you're not following me on Instagram, follow me at Lauren Miller underscore underscore. I love y'all. Have an amazing week. I will talk to y'all later. Stay safe. There's so much going on. All right. Bye.